0: Hello guys, welcome to Upgrade with Nakul If Apple can upgrade your phone every 11 months every week, then upgrade every The point of the show is, we meet interesting people, they give us their productivity hacks, the technology they use, and we will upgrade Hi guys, welcome to another interesting episode of Upgrade with Nakul. Or, today uh, I am very lucky to have uh, Vivek Khare with me. And I now know Vivek for almost 3-4 years. Vivek, Yeah. Uh, and Vivek uh, is the only angel investor we have in Cashify. <laughs> welcome Vivek to the show. My pleasure, sir. Thank you for having me. So so guys, Vivek has a very interesting journey of uh, where he started and uh, where he has reached now and uh, so he has a huge portfolio of companies where he has invested in and uh, he was earlier with InfoEdge and I think still an advisor to InfoEdge and but Vivek, please tell us how you started, how did you become an angel investor, what was that journey?
1: So, uh, my journey to angel investment is serendipity. Uh, I joined uh, Sanjeev uh, and Nokri.com in 99. And that itself is a very interesting story because I went there as a client. I didn't know how to, you know, convey what I was doing. I, I had started my career at Fidji And uh, Fidji, as you know, is a test prep uh, school so that was an interesting journey i i was at Fiji for 4 or 5 years saw the massive growth there when i joined there were 80 students and 11 faculty member and six years down the line we had 27000 plus uh, students across all programs uh, we had uh, more than 100 faculty members and uh, so i so i was again very lucky i mean i thought that was very normal that you know an organization grow and it so, so, that actually, when I in the hindsight, that was, you know, again an explosive growth that I saw of a startup into a full fledged com- uh, company. So, uh, you would,
0: I've I'm, I'm never thought it that way, but you would call Fidji uh, truly a kind of a startup with a hockey stick growth. I'm not, nobody nobody thinks
1: about it like that. Exactly, exactly. So, it's only in the hindsight that I, and I look back, that is a period when they discovered everything what kind of marketing will work, what kind of, uh, you know, pricing will work. Uh, How will you scale up? How will you get more and more faculty? So, you know, you were experimenting some of things where some of those things were working, some of things were not working, but uh, uh, more things were working than the things which were not working. Let me put it this way.
0: And then you were selling uh, something to uh, Sanjeev.
1: No, I was buying something from Sanjeev. Uh, even Nokri was a very, very early stage startup. And they were, you know, they had all kinds of services. One of the services was ki, they used to help people write their resumes. And uh, I was kind of getting bored of uh, Fiji because uh, I was not very sure that this is what I want to do all my life. And, you know, I that's what I'm saying. Ki, at early stage, people should try out various things and then figure out ki, what they want to do. Uh, eventually but if you don't experiment early enough in your career then you get stuck uh, in the wrong job so luckily for me that i kept on experimenting and as a part of that experiment i ended up being at uh, sanjeev's place uh, for help and trying to figure out what i should be doing next so the idea was to that you know uh, they will help me uh, articulate what i want to do on my cv and uh, the next thing i knew was that uh, Sanjeev's partner offered me a job. Ki, you know, we are looking to uh, augment our team. Why don't you join us? So the, both the jobs you had were through
0: first time you were being a faculty and second time you were uh, using the services and converted into a job, which is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I would not call it luck. I would say I that people saw something in you.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, ki, I, I have to say, ki, I was taking the risk and they were taking even bigger risk with me, I agree. yeah. So even today, when I, you know, when, when I talk to Sanjeev, Sanjeev's recollection of the whole thing is very, very different from mine. <laughs> his whole thing was, ki, I think you were one of those disgruntled uh, people whom we were not able to help. And we said, ki, why don't you join us? That is his version of, of the meeting. And my version of the meeting is, ki, you know, you guys were looking for somebody. You said, ki, if you can earn your own salary, you are welcome to come and work with us. So that is the way I remember it. Then what happened? So what happened was that ki by the time I left uh, Fidji and joined Nokri, uh, I was doing reasonably okay. I won't say exceptionally good or anything like that. Nothing like what my, MBS, uh, my other batchmates were doing, who were either in technology or they were in management. But I was doing reasonably fine. And Sanjeev said, ki, see, we can't afford you. In fact, I remember that conversation. Uh, the run rate for Nokri.com in that year was 20 lakhs. At that rate, they would have done 20 lakhs. And I'm talking about, I had met them in uh, November. Uh, November, And they said, Ki, if we go at this rate, by March, we will do 20 lakhs for this year. And uh, so I was like, will you be able to afford me? So he said, Ki, no, it's not a question of me affording. You will have to come and earn your own salary. So, we grow So, all we will do is maybe protect your take-home salary that you are getting. And you know, the, obviously the thing is ki all the cash components and all of that got away. So I actually joined at a 40% uh, salary cut. I joined. And uh, by the time but the pie was there, and uh, and there was you know a lot of people from Fiji were joining pie And uh, both uh, both of them wanted me to stay back in that domain. And I was getting a huge salary jump uh, if I were if I would have agreed to join Pi. And I said, no, I don't want to. And so, you know, th- those are the kind of things when you look back, people said you were getting a double the salary and you went to a place which where you took a 40% salary cut. And today, if you ask me to justify or figure out why I did that, I have no idea. I have no answers to that. But it was just the charm of doing something different. I wanted to experience it. Uh, then I ended up joining. So,
0: Malab, and this is very interesting and I'm trying to relate it to the existing setup nowadays, where when you're looking for people to join your setup, and especially from an established company, they expect more because they are joining a startup. <laughs>
1: And you are not a startup, by the way. I mean, you have run, raised your series B. You have all the resources. But is that expectation wrong? Hamla, the risk is very less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. There are different kind of people and, you know, organizations are at a different level. So, so what I've realized is that he... And, you know, today, I mean, we can come to this uh, at a latest uh, uh, point. Uh, it is very important to get the right kind of people at the very, very early stage when you are a genuinely a startup. And by definition, a startup is somebody... Who's trying to figure out things doesn't have resources has everything stacked against uh, their success and just by diligence and just by hustle they're able to uh, you know survive that is the definition of a startup and uh, i mean the founders need people who will do the heavy lifting uh, on various aspects you need to get your sales right you need to get your marketing right you need to get your hr finance admin product tech all of those things right uh, you don't know what will work. So you need, uh, you know, very, very committed people who will not look at uh, this in a, from the point of view of transaction. They need to have the faith in your vision, what you're trying to do. And lucky mm-hmm. you find those people, you will succeed. Otherwise, you know, uh, it would be a tougher uh, journey.
0: Uh, I love my expectation early on, for example, we कि की मतलब इंटरव्यू मतलब किसी को इंटरव्यू के बुलाना तो खुद ही शॉर्टलिस्ट करना खुद ही उसे मतलब टाइम I सेट करना ग्रीट करना नीचे से लाना अब मेरे हम इंटरव्यू I used to schedule all of them for their time. So it was very weird that the founder a not have to take any other interview and they don't have
1: to leave it. Our board was bored that trespassers will be recruited.
0: Okay, so then uh, how was your journey with Naukri?
1: Haan, so when I joined there was no fixed agenda, there was no job description, nothing. They said, we'll figure out your come. So, and that's maybe And uh, luckily for me, what had happened at that was that because I'd seen the Naukri scale-up, uh, I was instrumental in putting a lot of processes at uh, Fidji. And uh, I won't say that... Uh, so, so one of the very important things which I learned, learned at uh, Nauk, at Fidji was uh, the importance of marketing and leads. ki fees were very high. So if a child has inquired, you have to take it to the logical conclusion. Or you have to ask anything to do with it. Because we have 2 years ago. We normally have kids after 10th and 2 years So if you have inquired in Fritji, then it was responsibility you keep a tab of that guy, keep tracking him and keep sending him he now you have a two year course and a one year course and the correspondence then test series Yeah, vo yeah, vo try to get them to take at least some course so i was very particular that the larger my funnel is more uh, enrollments i'll have so you know we were very sac- when it came to the leads we were very sacrosanct about that that no lead should ever get wasted uh, you have to be very very careful with those leads and uh, when I came to Nokri, because, uh, you know, Sanjeev, all of them were struggling, that discipline was not there when it came to uh, the leads. And the leads in case where, you know, the companies who wanted to recruit, the recruiters, the phone calls which are coming and things like that. So, the first thing I said, Ki, boss, this is something which I know, let me put the system in place.
0: So, at that time, Vivek, were you using some,
1: were you on Excel or... I don't know. diaries? So is Excel and Access. I had uh, learned Access, which was uh, the, you know, the Oracle Cast version, the Microsoft version of database. So I knew how to program a little bit uh, there and it was basically Excel. So so when I came here, so one is obviously I did that, uh, you know, whatever little bit of marketing which was happening, I used to do that. So all the, because, because I was, this is what I had done at... Uh, uh, at fidji so the first thing i said ki, boss anybody who's coming in to buy anything i'll handle that i know how to handle that part let me do that and uh, you know i still believe that i was a reasonably good retail mother face-to-face wala b2c wala sales jo thi, wo kar leta tha se. so i used to do that, that part and i you know there was a lot of free time and that's the time when i started up picking up ki what are the technologies which are there for Internet and they were all evolving at that point of time. I mean, even database, there was you know MySQL and there was uh, uh, other databases which are coming up. They were there was a question of what you want to do uh, as far as the language was concerned. So, anyway, I had a very close friend who told me that uh, eventually it will be PHP MySQL which will win this battle. So, you learn PHP MySQL. One
0: thing I want to clarify is. Us time pe ka wo tha only to target uh, individual individual नौकरी uh, seekers and not the current model where you are targeting actually uh, companies who are looking for candidates.
1: no so so the way it decided was that our our thesis was that uh, there are lots of jobs which are there we are aggregate all the jobs which are there and uh, so so that point of time all the jobs were in the, either the newspaper or the classified sections of some of the business magazines. so हम have ये करते कि जितने भी jobs थे जो jo market में published थे media में published थे उन aggregate करके अपने website डाल देते थे with that same contact details कि यार phone number hai, ye, email hai, ye job अगर apply करना apply करले हमें उसका current We काम आप हमारे apply कर and there were lots of IT jobs at that point of time. I mean, this is 99-2000 period. And uh, there were a lot of IT recruiters who wanted the guys to go for the Y2K. job They needed these IT guys. And then they realized ki boss they were getting a far better response from Naukri compared to when they used to give this small classified ads in uh, either Times of India or Hindustan Times.
0: How, how did you solve for attribution? Because you
1: were that's something which I realized that the person who has money in his पैसा खर्च करना है। He has this knack to figure out that मेरे को कहाँ response मिल रहा है। So these guys, though they realized that the ad had come from, uh, they had given the ad in the newspaper, but the response that they're getting is not coming from the same newspaper. The response is coming from Nocrate.com. When so you're talking to the customer, uh, the clients uh, the the people that you recruit, you will talk to them and they will say, Ki, nee, nee, aapka ad tha, rather than saying, that aapka ye ad maine classified me And then they realized that it was far easier to give that same ad to us. It was cheaper. It had a longer shelf life, and there was a natural selection because uh, the ad was only available to the people who had access to the internet, rather than to every. Uh,
0: uh, 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 internet
1: oh, internet jobs. Oh, internet jobs. So they they were the first the first set of happy customers, the validation IT consultants, they were the first one who dished the traditional way of recruitment to Naukri's way of doing recruitment. And, you know, when I look back today, I mean, that that learning is very, very important you need to have this one set of customers who Are extremely happy no matter how crappy your product is, how buggy your product is. Kuch bhi ga, lekin they are the ones who will ditch the old way and pick up you as the new way.
0: Your evangelist.
1: Haan, they are your haan, first set of uh, evangelists. Yeah. They are the early movers. Even early movers, bhi they are the enthusiasts. They were the ones uh, who will pick up the new things and then the early movers will come in because they will realize that they will have an advantage over others have uh, still continuing with the old way of doing things
0: so for for every startup doing into a new product or service finding your initial set of really early adopters is the
1: key there is not once so yeah this is what i even when I, look at, when I look at my paradigm of angel investment, I always look at this thing. Till you have that one set of clients, one set of users who are exceptionally happy with you. They just love your product. Till that time, your discovery is not over. Don't try to, you know, scale up till you know ki, there is some set of people who are very happy with you. And as an angel, that is what you need to do. You need to, you know, Keep hold back the founders keep bosses. Don't go to other city don't go to other domains, don't go to other niches. First, get the things right here. So, so we were able to get it right for the IT consultants, and then dhere dhere the IT companies came and then other people came, and then you know, then there was no stopping us. And hota ke, ke, aapko mil jata hai, then you again we will get that hockey growth because it works. And if not work you get a and you try to you know, overgrow, you'll keep making losses and the more you sell, more you'll lose. Got it.
0: <laughs> okay, now let's continue with your journey.
1: Yeah, so this is uh, basically 99. So 99, again, as I said, ki the, the things were going right. We were at the right time. IT consultants started using us. They were having good time. So the, the 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 listing piece worked very well for us and uh, in 2000-2001 during the internet bubble, first one we started facing the, we first got a whiff of the competition, there were a lot of people who came in who were far better funded had a far better idea, they came from Silicon Valley they had seen the monster's journey and things like that uh, there was competition which came from uh, Singapore, Malaysia uh, Jobs, DB was there. Quite a few websites came and they were very well-funded. Uh, Sanjeev's, you know, I don't know, Sanjeev was uh, of the opinion that, you know, we are doing a dhanda, we are not doing a startup, we are making money, we are profitable, so we don't we don't need to do anything different. So, the initial few uh, meetings, I, uh, you know, he simply refused that I don't even want to talk about it, I don't need it. And, you know, it's a very interesting... Uh, uh, Coincidence, we were in Sector 2 of Noida. And, uh, you know, five office down, we had India Mart. And one uh, side, India Mart, the other side, you had uh, 197, Paytm. So all three of us were in the, you know, within the walking distance of each other. All the companies had a Saturday in 98, 99 on 1st April new financial year
0: we all are y2k wale ho.
1: hum sab y2k <laughs> and all of us got cha- matlab at least uh, you know when you talk to dinesh he also got chased like crazy uh, for investment mm-hmm. and we were like boss hum to dhanda kar rahe Humara first class chal rahi to dukan hame uh, actually, Mala, i
0: actually for example when we started the factory and we took Bank loan to start the factory. I think that this is the thing that I have to pay equity. I have to pay loan, I have to pay loan, I have to pay you own it. So, लग, for me to understand the concept of VC and how that works, took me at least two years. When, you know,
1: the, the luckiest thing for us was that he eventually by the time we came around and we realized that we'll have to raise money because uh, otherwise we'll get outspent on marketing. Uh, you know, uh, by the time that the bubble was uh, subsiding and uh, when we took the money, I remember uh, Sanjee kind of uh, shielded uh, the, the executive and the the starter from that discussion. So that is a discussion we he front-ended. And uh, the the guys like me who were working in the company were not privy so much about those discussions. But eventually we realized, okay, we have been able to raise money from ICICI and uh, the money will come in three tranches. Uh, it was seven crore. The amount was seven crore, which was supposed to come in three tranches. Three and we had taken the first tranche. I remember we used to have a register in which we used to write, uh, you know, all the collections which were there for that day. Because uh, Sanjeev, Sanjeev had a full-time job somewhere else also. So, you know, and we used to get a check of 300. And if you're very lucky, we'll get the check for 6,000, which was our, uh, the highest uh, product, the annual job listing unlimited jobs. cost 6,000 bucks. So those, if you get two or three of them in a day, we used to be very happy. And uh, there was this peon whose job was to, you know, write down the, uh, all the checks which were coming in. So, you know, in the evening I was sitting and i I went to the restaurant and I saw this this one check of one uh, one crore ninety-nine lakhs, something, something, something. I was like, what kind of service I why has this check come? And then we realized that was the disbursement from ICICI, which had come. So the draft had come and we entered into our uh sale. Uh, first, 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 about
0: about client Sauce, <laughs>
1: exactly uh, uh, but uh, so it was a very interesting time but it was very innocent times for us at that point of time uh, we made a lot of mistakes but uh, the time was more forgiven more uh, more forgiving than it is now and we kind of survived and uh, so what happened was that key once we had taken the money and we had just started doing a little bit of advertising that the bubble burst। and luckily for us, and so we simply, uh, you know, shut down all the marketing. But what happened was that we had shifted to a bigger office. We had opened seven, eight uh, more cities. We had had a lot of salespeople by that time. So we had a fair bit of burn by that time. I remember the, uh, the, the burn was to the tune of around 25 lakhs. We were doing 40 lakhs of uh, uh, karcha and we were making 15 lakhs of revenue every month. And uh, uh, and we had basically six, seven months of money left in the bank. And I still remember that is the time. And, uh, you know, the the, uh, the the thing was that ICI said, we will not disperse the second tranche.
0: As I do the tranching
1: deal. There was a tranching and they said, Ki, because things have completely changed, we will not uh, release the second tranche. And... Uh, so, that's the time when I mean, Sanjeev came and said, you know, ki, boss, we'll have to do something very, very drastic. So, uh, all the people, like, they were, they were uh, what we had, we had a concert of EC, the executive committee, where we had these five or six divisions uh, of senior people. He said, all of us will have to take the salary cut. And uh, the only way for us would be to try and see if we can grow out of this problem, rather than trying to, uh, you know, curtail the, uh, company so we said ki, uh, we will do whatever it takes to sell more and all the other kharchas will go down but we will not touch the sales so sales people incentive their salaries their you know travel budgets nothing was touched uh only our salaries uh the sal- only the salary head was uh, uh curtailed and uh that's even a long story because we eventually went to the ICS and said, Ki, "Boss, we are meeting our numbers, we are exceeding our numbers. How can you not give us our second tranche? Uh, there were 32 companies in their portfolio. They, they didn't give money to any one of them. We were the only company who got the second tranche because we were meeting our numbers. But the fun part is that Ki, when the second tranche came, we never used that second tranche. Uh, we were able to break even. So the whole of Naukri got uh, created with two and two crores of investment. Yeah. And we actually didn't take that third the third tranche.
0: So let's tell me more about
1: uh, your Naukri strength. So I'll say that I had a lot of operations in Naukri, and then I handled technology. When there was no resources for any other technology, there was no other So I did that. Then we were able to hire more people, people who understood the technology better. So after that, it was like, what you going to do? So we were the to matrimony. So I said, okay, you give me do this. So that's when the was doing very well, it was very successful. So not many people wanted to take chance with uh, a new business. And again, as I said, ki, you know, you need to keep experimenting till you figure out what you're good at. So as a part of my experimenting from operations to technology, then I moved to handling the business. And uh, by the time I started handling Jeevan Sati, Shadi and Bharat matrimony were fairly well-established. So they had a massive lead over Jeevan Sati. And, uh, you know, in the classified, what happens in a small place, you can't have two or three players. So, uh, but luckily for uh, for us that, uh, you know, that the learning was that I mean, luckily, what happened at Jeevan sathi was that people marry in their caste, they marry in their community. So there are multiple segments within uh, matrimony. So we considered the markets where we knew we'll never be able to compete. So NRI Shadi was very, very strong. So we were very clear that you can't compete with Shadi as far as the NRI market is concerned. So we considered that market to them. Uh, South, uh, Tamil, Telugu, Malayalam, Kannad. Bharat Matrimony is very, very strong. So we were like, a hey, boss, you can't compete. I mean, you'll do the same search. I'll get 50 results. They'll get 4,000 results. So I was like, hey, how, why will anybody come for those 50 results? So we kind of considered that, but we understood the Hindi hard belt far better. So we considered it there and that's the reason why Jeevan Sathi still survives uh, in that space. Uh, it's now profitable. Not profitable, I would say, but yeah, it's not losing money so we can kind of control the uh, the spend there and it has been growing so so that was a very very interesting uh, journey i handled jeevan Sati for 5 years uh, in all the 5 years we grew both volume and uh, value and uh, uh, so so that was that and in the meanwhile we also had a 99 acres so i got the the technology and the product was uh, reporting to me for uh, for 99 acres. And uh, in Jeevan Sati, what also happened was that I realized that the data was very, very important. It was all a game of marketing. It was ki, at what cost are you getting the profile and can you monetize those leads or not. So, uh, there I realized, again, as I said, ki, I mean, I always had this bent in, in marketing. I always understood it's a question of ki, how valuable, man, I always valued the lead. Because you're spending money, you get the lead and you convert that lead. That's the paradigm, right? You spend money, you get the people to uh, try out your product and if they're happy, they will pay you. So the question is Ki, how much money are you spending in marketing and against that thing. So it's a question of CAC versus LTV. So I didn't understand those terms but I understood the paradigm. He boss, if you're spending money, you need to be able to make enough money out of that marketing. So I had put a very so so what happened when Jeevan Sati was very very fascinating. That's the time when Google had just came in. Uh, marketing was still uh, between Yahoo, Rediff, Hotmail, and you know all these uh, these kind of uh, places. And uh, what I very quickly realized as a, that's what I keep uh, that's what I was telling you earlier also. Okay, as a marketer, you realize that boss, the guys who are paying you from where are they coming? And i realized very quickly the guys who were actually converting the knots which were coming from uh, rediff or from hotmail they were coming more from yahoo and from uh google uh, which were more far more expensive for us to advertise on but i said "Ki boss this that's where you have to spend money because that's from where you get the conversions you may get the cheaper profiles from rediff but the point is that if that guy doesn't convert, what's the point? And it was very... Intuitively, it made sense. If you're going to get an 18-year-old boy to restaurant restaurant Jeevan Sati, he's not going to pay you. And, you know, at that point of time, for the cricket, they used to have the, you know, pop-ups of the uh, cricket scorecards. And they used to advertise Jeevan Sati there. So obviously, the guys who are watching cricket are not the, the people that you want for Jeevan Sati. So... So, so, so that was a paradigm I understood, and uh, that is something. So, we hired a lot of uh, very, very intelligent people for data analytics. So, I take the credit for introducing the rigor of data in uh, InfoEdge. and then that thing was something which was, you know, taken to nokri to a very large extent, even because there also the same thing was there: Okay, you want people who have four or five years of experience; you don't want freshers. Right. And, you know, the marketing was only uh, being judged on what is the cost of profile. And I was like, boss, it's not about the cost of profile. If those profiles are not wanted by your recruiters, what's the point of getting those profiles? So spend more money on getting the profiles which your recruiters want. So, you know, the, the learning of that not all leads are equal was something which, you know, that uh, that paradigm shift in marketing happened because we started looking at data. More rigorously.
0: So, I understand that on Naukari. But, Jeevan Sati, and first of all, for our listeners, I want you to explain what is CAC and LTV. So that uh, when I ask more deeper questions on both CAC and LTV, then they understand.
1: So, CAC is basically cost of acquiring a customer. So, there is a funnel. You have advertising. Some people click on your banner. Out of those people who click on your banner, some of them come and register with you. And registration, maybe you may have a process that there is just the lead capture and then there is more detailed capturing that you do. So you figure out what is the cost for a lead? What is the cost for somebody who comes and complete the profile? So, So what may happen is a thousand people clicked on your ads. Out of those thousand people, four or five of them have ended up completing their profiles. And then out of hundred profiles, maybe one person has paid you. So, so, what do you look at is, ki, you know, by how much did you pay to get a 1% to become your uh, paying member? So, what's the cost of that customer?
0: So, and if 1000 clicks makes you one paid customer, so the cost of 1000 clicks is one paid customer. Exactly. That's your CAC.
1: That's my CAC, huh?
0: and what is LTV?
1: LTV is a lifetime value so if it may happen that uh, you know the person may end up taking a service twice or thrice in the lifetime therefore you say okay if a person comes so for example I'll give you the real, real life example in our case my CAC was 2500 rupees I was paying 2500 rupees of marketing to get mm-hmm. one person to pay me and my LTV was around 4000 bucks he will come and take the service twice my average cost was 2000 rupees so I'll make 4,000 rupees on that person. That is one part of the story. And the second thing was that of the 100 profiles that I was getting, I had to pay for 60% of them. 40% of them were organic because my brand was strong.
0: Mota, mota
1: half. Ho Haan, half ho so the idea is that once you brand, brand strong, then you don't to marketing. Ke ki. People will come simply because you know your service is very strong. There's a word of mouth. But if you're spending money, you should be very clear how much did you spend to get a customer and how much money did you make from those customers? And that is what I say, you should always be positive. I remember when, uh, you know, we invested in Policy Bazaar. You know, the, re- the biggest scare we had was that the amount of money that they were spending to get one lead was humongous. And the money that they made from the commission was so less that this ratio was completely loopsided.
0: So five years insurance karini for you to make money.
1: And Okay.
0: So I have two specific questions. One is regarding Jeevan Sati. Now for Nokri it is a recurring customer or a person who is changing a job every two years or a company who's always recruiting. Huh? But Jeevan Sati, you get married for most of the people it will be once. Right? So LTV, Tobas, Aki Baruana. And it is always acquiring new customers every time.
1: So how tough is that? How do you? So so I mean, it's a very a very good question because you know that if your service is very good, then you basically drive away your client. Yeah. Successful client is of the platform. Of the platform, yeah. So so the important thing. So that's the reason why it's very very the testimonial part is very important. The people should be very happy, and that testimonial route will ensure that your organic growth is high. So, so, so that's exactly what happened that, you know, you will become a known or a preferred brand in a certain community. And once you are the preferred brand, then you will get, you know, more and more of those profiles, they will find value. And therefore your cost of acquiring those profiles will keep going down. And, and if your cost is very less then your LTV is, you know, then that ratio becomes very, very in your favor so
0: but were you also measuring that if a successful marriage ho gayi how many new customer would a successful marriage bring you which is
1: that's very very tough because uh, the sad part about jeevansathi as the business is that uh, even the testimonials not many people so so let me rephrase so, so i'll i'll come to another, another what you said was very important what i realized was that when i used to I used to do the sales for Jeevan Sathi also. I would call up people and say, "Why don't you take our membership?" And when I was calling up, I realized that there were certain kind of profiles that you want to call, and what were the characteristics of those profiles which you knew that you will you will be able to convert. The the characteristics were that: Ki, does that profile has a photograph or not? So if you find that the pro person has not even put the photograph, you knew that very is very little chance that you will be able to convince him to pay. Because only the people who were serious and are genuinely wanting to get married would put put up the photograph. So photograph was a one big indicator whether the guy is serious about paying you or not. And also maybe the quality. the, studio the quality. So I'll come into that. So that is second thing used to be who has put the profile. If the profile was posted by the parents or the sibling, then the chances that you will know, get the payment was much higher. Then the third thing was ki the detailing. Have they given details about their family, about the job, education, things like that or not. So that became a very important criteria. And then the fourth criteria was just the age factor. You knew that you know, the girls at a certain age and the boys at a certain age will pay you more than the younger lot. So if you knew that the profile has a photograph posted by the parents, has have lot written in their profile, you know then the payment would be higher. So what happened was that just by looking at the profile, I was able to figure out that out of these hundred, these eighty profiles will not pay you. My conversion was around twelve percent. So out of hundred, only twelve percent would pay, and they would take one and a half years for that conversion to happen. So today, if I get hundred profile, one and a half year down the line, twelve of them would have paid me. And I knew from the day one that out of these hundred, these twenty will only my I'll get my twelve profiles only from these twenty. I was so confident my my model of propensity to pay was so strong was so accurate that I knew that I just had to work with this twenty. Mm-hmm. The eighty was junk. Interesting, and
0: my second question was on technology part. Now, now you have seen nokri technology, then use, then Jeevan Uh and I I see this in Cashify every day. Every one year we are changing stack. Uh, how do you think that works in, so i work more on the business side less on the technology side so i get more irritated right php java change system what what is your view on that because you work on both sides
1: yeah so uh, so i was in the operational part and the technology part from 9 19- from around uh, 2000 to 2010-10. Thus, I saw the evolution of the technology. And uh, so what I realized was that you know, there are people like me who are on the business side. Uh, for us, this is a support. The technology is providing the support. And it will evolve. So what's going to happen is that you need to have a very, very smart people who will keep the eye and uh, it's, it. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's not also very, very difficult in the sense, ki, you know, uh, as the technology evolved, that evangelization happens uh, in that uh, developer community. So if you have the smart people who have the ear to the ground, they will figure out what's happening and they will keep adopting and evolving is is my experience. The only thing is that you those people are expensive uh it is very uh you have to kind of manage you need to know know how to manage the people who are managing technology for you so wo hai, they will not get enamored by ki what kind of business you are doing and uh, you know how the business is doing they just want to ensure ki the technology is latest uh, so they have a very different uh, uh motivation let me put it and you need to be able to understand you know, what works for them. It's not the money. You can't uh, get the best from the technology guys by promising them more money and more offsites and things like that. You need to give them the free hand uh, to experiment it out. They will make mistakes. It would be very frustrating because you will not be able to help them. Uh, they will have to figure out uh, and they will have to get out of their own created holes on their own. Uh, you need to be able to trust them enough that they will be able to do that so it's not an easy thing and especially for the business founders who don't understand technology uh, firsthand on on their own and to find that the dependency on these uh, this sort of people uh, uh, is an it it takes uh, some uh, maturity and some uh, evolution on the part of founders to manage technology I, I i unfortunately there's no easy answer there it is that you have to be lucky to find the people who love technology who would be able to help you and if you find somebody who understands the business and technology both, वो सोने पे सो आ but if you find a person like that, then you know uh, handle him
0: well। for example, Cashify my tech co-founder Amit, I have left it to him। मतलब, आ, I don't agree that we have done साल technology upgrade अभ, right? but I'm I'm sure he always has his reasons and because I'm we are right. But because I'm on the business side, if it's not broken, why fix it? So so, anyway, so this
1: was my this was my operational part till 2010. And uh, that point of time what happened was that our board said that post you can't keep adding more and more businesses. And therefore, you should, uh, rather than trying to do everything on yeah, your own, you should yeah. start investing in the other businesses, which has a similar DNA. Uh, by the time we had started uh, Shiksha also, uh, so and 99 acres was already there. So, so this is 2010 when Sanjeev moved away from CEO position. He gave the, the executive role to Hitesh. And he said, we will start investing. And uh, uh, I was again get, kind of getting uh, itchy key. Why don't you come and uh, help me in, in this? And uh, I had absolutely no idea what uh, angel investment was. My whole idea was that okay, we are investing in other companies which are in the similar domain. There is a whole uh, you know uh, knowledge base at Naukri on various aspects. Sales, marketing, technology. So, I said, ki, I'll help these uh, new companies in our portfolio to manage their growth. And with that mandate, I joined. And what happened was that I had went and uh, worked for some time at Merit Nation, was one of the companies which uh, we had just invested in. And, you know, Merit Nation, the same thing. You, you were leads, you have to conversion. So, you know, the same thing was there. And unlike in Jeevan Sati, uh, you knew ki if you're doing a good job, that the student will, you know, uh, Pay you at least seven eight times. So <laughs> I was like, here, LTV would be high if I can make my customers happy. And uh, unlike uh, Jeevan Sathi, the cost of acquiring was negligible. I mean, uh, here, I mean, you were getting uh, people to register for as less as 50 60 bucks. So I uh, compared to Jeevan Sathi, this is a far more lucrative business to be in.
0: So, Vivek, I, if, if a policy bazaar would come to me in 2010, I would still understand. Because there would be a revenue model uh, there were there was margin available, right but a Zomato type of company who was trudging into a new territory where the revenue model was not sure right i, I remember 2010 it was more like a menu listing platform uh, with maybe future potential in ad revenue. but I think they did not uh, i think they did not start doing that till later on. Right. So how, how did you go about evaluating Zomato or when it first came to you? So I'll
1: tell you very kindly, Zomato, we invested only because we love the founders. We were like, boss, these guys, ye kush na kush lanege, these guys are too good. And I'm telling you very, I mean, we did our, and we were not very good at that ourselves in terms of market sizing. But I remember a discussion very clearly where we had discussed and we said, if lucky then you know this will end up being 70 80 crore kind of company so even we had absolutely no idea how they're going to scale or what they will do we just invested because we uh, love the guys and that was one company where you know uh, we had three or four people who used to decide and all of them were like in any i mean these the the guys are so good that let's just invest behind them and i I mean uh, i don't know whether i should be telling you this or not uh, they had a term sheet from IN, and our term sheet was a- exactly the same. The only thing was that uh, IN insisted on a uh, two tranches, and we said, "We will give you all the money in one tranche," and that's it. They came to us, and uh, yeah, and Sanjeev, said that was the time when I had joined uh, Sanjeev in the Cobdev role, and you know, all our life we uh, we were uh, data driven, we were KRA driven, and Sanjeev was like, hey, "This is the first time that you will have no target on your own." Uh, you're not chasing any number and it's not even like a product or a tech role where there are deliverables. So how will I judge you? So he said, why don't you do one thing? Why don't you invest your own uh, money into these companies? Then I don't have to worry about your motivation. <laughs> so I said, ki, ha, that kind of makes sense. And I said, okay. So uh, tentatively we agreed ki for every... I, you know... Uh, in every company which Infoage is investing, I'll also invest a small amount. And nobody knew what's going to happen. They said, okay, okay, let's see. this kind of makes sense as a motivation for Vivek, let's agree to that. So I got a chance to invest in all the portfolio companies of Infoage, including uh, uh, Zomato and Policy Bazaar. Wow. So that's my genesis of being angel investor. So that's how
0: angel investment started for you.
1: I, I would love to I remember that's the time when you guys came I remember meeting you at that point of yeah, time I, I think we met
0: you in 15 or 16 when we had come to pitch to
1: uh, InfoEdge and see remember we were not a fund we were we we were investing from our balance sheet so we had no pressure of a VC that you know you have raised money and therefore it has to be invested over a period of in infinite period of time and then you need to get an exit in a f- you know, over a finite period of time. We had no pressure like that. So what happened was that in 2010 to 11, 12, we were very, very prolific and we were investing. And then when, uh, you know, real estate uh, market boomed and a lot of investment happened, we got scared about uh, 99 acres because there were other companies uh, which had raised a lot of money and were spending. So we said, let's, uh, you know, pull back on uh, external investment because we need to keep our powder dry for 99 acres. And therefore, uh, there was a period when we were not investing uh, outside uh, in the, you know, uh, uh, from our balance sheet. And that a period when I was getting slightly frustrated, Ki, boss, if you're not going to do that, then, you know, what will I do? And then I said, Ki, let me then, uh, you know, move away from a nine to five job. And by the time, you know, uh, I mean, I remember I was very keen that uh, Info should invest in uh, Cashify we loved you as a founder and we well but we were not very sure ki, uh, whether we should be investing or not and i remember i telling you that yeah, also ki- so
0: while we were doing the round and uh, so info had said no and vivek said yeah, i like you guys and really, we like we uh, there was for, for example we were not taking angel money at that time and we just like oh, yeah, we like vivek so much and he's such a good ear to bounce off things why not and that was the conversation between me, Amit and Mandir Why not? There is no harm. Yeah.
1: I remember you were my first investment which I had done without InfoEdge. So so then, and there was another company, Jaipur. I, I, I think I've told you about them also. He's a, He was also an employee of uh, InfoEdge who had started this company. And I loved what he was doing. So these are two companies where I wanted to invest and InfoEge was not interested. And therefore, I kind of moved away from an... Uh, uh, comp- I came out as an... Ad- became an advisor. That gave me flexibility to start investing uh, outside of InfoEge. And uh, my first two investments, one was you guys and other was Jaipur. And again, both the companies have uh, done well.
0: So what what's, what's happening now? How are... You're looking at angel investment for last two, three years. What is your view post-COVID?
1: So apart from you two, what happened was one more company where I had done my angel investment was uh, Let's Venture. And uh, Let's Venture again, the reason I invested is because you there was what I call the platform play. It is like uh, Nokri or 99 Acres or Jeevan Sati where people are discovering each other. If The, the only difference is that startups the angels are discovering other startups so a lot of learnings are common a lot of uh it's, it's the same paradigm and uh so that has really helped because uh, that gives me access to tons of startups which are raising money uh so 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 that's what i do now i i work closely so now my portfolio has now 17 18 uh, startups uh some of them have done well, companies like you have done well. And my definition of well is that if they are able to go and raise their follow-up round, then you know that you know, they are in the safer hand and their growth is now... Uh, at least one the thing is that they are on their way. What nobody knows. But the moment a company is able to get the follow-up round, then you know that they are in the right trajectory. So for me, the definition is that after angel investment, if they're able to get their series uh, B or C, then you know that uh, as an angel you have done your job. So, so, so that is my uh, That's what I call success. And obviously, if you are able to get then some kind of exit, so uh, So today, what has happened is that two of my companies have uh, been acquired. Uh, uh, seven eight of them have raised their series B. So I know ki they are on the on the right track. Obviously, i my, uh, my share of. Uh, Uh, failures also the companies which have not done well and they they also teach you a lot uh, What you know what are the kind of things that you need to avoid or what are the things which will uh, uh, which will which will lead to the company's demise so you learn a lot from your failures also
0: okay so my final two kind of questions which are two very separate audience base so first if somebody wants to get into angel investment what are the key things you want to you know? For example, if I want to get into angel investment, what, what should I keep in mind?
1: So uh, if you're if you going to start, please remember that uh, there's a huge difference between the public market and the private market. In the public market, there is no information asymmetry. There are same 200, 300 companies which are listed. You have access to all the information about those companies. In private market, what happens is that's not the case. So you cannot do it uh, unless you are very, very serious about it. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is that you will not even know what is the landscape, what are the companies which are raising money, what kind of founders are coming in, what is the competition, and things like that. So you, this is slightly more involved process. Uh, that is one thing you have to remember, that you will have to keep giving constant time to angel investing. So it can't be like a
0: market kind of thing where you have invested and you forget, or an SIP. You can't,
1: forget. You can't ev- never ever forget once you have made the investment. A second thing is that you don't pick the winners, you make the winners. You have to keep working closely with them. You have to give, uh, you have to do whatever it's in your power to ensure that they are successful. And there are basically three or four asks which a startup will have they will have ask around mentoring. And mentoring may be two. One is the general mentoring, and second is the domain-specific mentoring. So if there is for example, if there's an agriculture startup, they will need expertise around agriculture and they'll need expertise general. Ki how to do they getting the marketing right, their sales right, their operations right? So one is the mentoring part. Second is what I call the customer connect. Ki you will help, you will have to help the startups get more and more business. You need to open up your network to the founders. You will need to figure out okay, which are the people who will be ready to experiment with this particular startup product or service. So you need to become a salesperson for your for your uh, startup. Because by definition, those you know, those, a startup by definition is something new. People will have to take uh, will have to start using the product. So you need to become the salesperson for your startup. Introduce them to uh, potential clients. That's the second role that you need to play. Third is that obviously you need to help them in raising more fund. So you need to help them in the fundraising. You need to open up your network for them. You need to be the guy who will you need to be the investment banker for your startup. You will go and convince other investors ki why it's a good company, why you have invested and why they should be investing. And you need to understand the investor's mindset and help the that selling process. So mentoring, customer connect. Uh, investor connect these three things and the fourth and the most important thing is the what I call the regulatory framework every startup works in some some kind of uh, regulatory environment and uh, many times the startups don't focus on the regulatory minefield. so you as an investor will have to help the startups manage that regulatory minefield so so those are the four uh, areas in which you have to keep helping your startups uh, all the time so unless you have the ability and the, and the patience put in 15, don't get into this class. Yeah, Just
0: what I am also hearing is that if you don't have money to lose, don't invest.
1: If you don't have money to lose, don't invest. That That is, uh, yeah. You have to, this is only for the people who have the play money. If you lose, let's say, uh, realistically speaking, that you're going to invest, let's say, 10 lakh rupees at the minimum, and uh, you're going to do it in uh, at least 10, 15 companies. So unless you have that uh, kind of money to uh, write off completely. Don't get into uh, this asset class. And this is the last asset class you should be getting into. So you need to ensure that your your you know your real estate thing is done, your mutual fund thing is done. Uh, you have uh, bought enough of the safe assets. Your uh, you know the education ke liye windfall gains hai, then get into this uh, asset class. Otherwise, please don't. That is my sincere advice.
0: Yeah. So something like if you have a saving, maybe 10% of that saving which you...
1: I won't even say 10%. It should be maybe 5
0: to 7%. Uh, malab, your ability of risk-taking is super high. Okay. And that... So that is one part. But uh, wh- how, d- how do you attract Vivek as an angel investor if you're a startup?
1: Huh... So see the thing is that ki, every angel will have his own thesis. Theke? And the thesis normally so, so the thing is, if you ask me, I'll tell you my thesis. My thesis is that, ki, and I've seen that, I mean, if, if you remember 99 may internet tha. internet there were a lot of value got created. And one of the companies which got benefited was Nokri.com. And I benefited from that value creation. Okay? Then in uh, two thousand eight nine, the mobile and mobile and the app ecosystem developed, and in that process, so, you know, other startups came, uh, Cashify came and Zomato came, and I benefited from you know that that uh, that change. So the point I'm trying to make is that every few years there is a new technology or a new uh, behavior change which happens, and you need to be able to figure out that how to benefit from that from that so i'm saying ki aash ki company it, cashify if if i'm successful and i'll you know i've been part of the journey of value creation is because i invested in cashify five years back ten years back the company takes five to ten years to create value you cannot come into these companies after 10 years you can't get into zomato now the cost is very very high okay so the point I'm trying to make is that you have to put yourself which are the companies which will become very, very big. So they may have a minuscule market or they may not have no market today. When I, remember, when I joined Nokri as I said, they were 24,000 net internet connections. When I joined, I took a life risk there. I put my life into that company and that risk paid off. So the point I'm trying to make is that today you have, you know, there's an India stack the payment friction is going away. Logistics are becoming very, very simple. AI ML is there. So what's going to happen is that a lot of businesses will get reinvented because of these new technologies, new way of doing things. A lot of the old ways will give way to new set of companies. You need to be able to figure out which are these companies and work with them. So, so for me, the thing is that key, I will look at a startup only if I'm convinced that they're addressing a problem that they are using the today's technology to solve a problem which will make them very, very big 10 years down the line.
0: So that means identifying trends correctly or having a um, greater thesis on trends.
1: On trends, yeah. Ki what is that is going to become very, very big tomorrow? There is no point trying to say is ki which matlab, traction is not a criteria for me. So, I mean, if I, if I summarize what I'm trying to say, ki I don't get I by is That is very important. So
0: Abhi, what, what are the trends you are looking at right now, which you think will go big in next five, six years?
1: So, uh, so if in India, see the thing is, I say Abhi, if I look at my the last three or four investments, which I have done, um, one of the things is agriculture. So agriculture is something which is going to get uh, completely transformed in the next uh, seven, eight, ten years. So, you know, my last two investments have been uh, in, in that space. Uh, I strongly believe that, uh, you know, the, the the lending landscape, the fintech landscape uh, will completely change in the next 7, 8, 10 years. The way uh, the, the 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 finance happens in this country will completely
0: change.
1: For the good or bad? For the good. See, bad is do So, so, you know, it's a very, very uh, uh, bipolar thing. If there are certain things which are very, very good, the technology is going to make life much, much simpler. But there are other things which are going really, really bad. So, you know, you need to... Uh, you have to take both. I mean, I'm the the most optimistic person and I'm the most pessimistic person simultaneously.
0: That's that's the right way of doing angel investment, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You, you have to be... Uh, the positive guy and the devil's advocate at the same time. Yeah,
1: yeah I, agree. I agree. So a lot of things will give way. A lot of things will go away. A lot of uh, value will get destroyed. But us uh, destruction may say new things will come up, and you need to be able to figure out ki what is the the companies which will uh, you know rise from the ashes. But there will be a lot of blood on the street. A lot of businesses will get destroyed.
0: No, I think COVID. Uh... Yeah, you will see a lot of blood on the street after COVID. I can already see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really sad, but yeah.
0: And be and start love you know, changing with it. You know, I think the most important lesson I have had with cashify is you have to constantly change, evolve, uh, with environment, with competition, with technology. Otherwise, if you th- keep things for granted, you know, yeah, you die.
1: So I mean, in my senses, Cashify uh, for the COVID will be very, very benefit. I mean, I, I don't use trying. I don't want to use the word beneficial, but the thing is that because of the circumstances we are in because of COVID, company like yours will uh, will do very well.
0: But thanks a lot, Vivek, for chatting for with us. Um, uh, I took a lot of your time, but I could not stop with the questions.
1: no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's my pleasure. If a startup
0: needs to approach you how do they get in touch with you
1: my uh, they can contact me on the LinkedIn my uh, email is vivek1804 at gmail so uh, they are most most welcome to contact me but send me a mail or on LinkedIn I am active on LinkedIn
0: so guys perfect for your next startup send your deck to Vivek <laughs> and uh, yeah you should fit into thesis and he will show you this Guys, upgrade what? kya? you were listening to Upgrade with Knuckles, a production of the 14. Talking. Don't forget to like and subscribe.